Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast. Today I have Kiki from Meal Garden here to talk all about the power of meal planning for client success. So Kiki Athanis, aka the ex-perfectionist, is the guiding light behind making a calm, healthy balance accessible for you, a perfectly unique human being. She has built her Mind Body Beauty signature program around helping people overcome their head chatter around health and instead step back inside of their bodies for their answers and actions to achieve balance, happiness, and freedom, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Kiki has almost a decade of experience in the nutrition and alternative health industry. She's the founder of Adapt Daily Herbal Gummies, is the chief content officer at Meal Garden, and the in-house wellness expert at Cali Love. Today, she coaches women who are struggling with eating issues as the ex-perfectionist. So welcome to the podcast, Kiki. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, absolutely. I am really excited to learn more about Meal Garden. And also, I know your specialty is talking about the successes you can have with clients by bringing meal planning into your nutrition business. So why don't we just get started with you telling me a little bit about um, how Meal Garden is a bit different from some of the other meal planning apps or platforms out there? Absolutely. That is probably my favorite question as it relates to Meal Garden because I've been with the team in in various roles and in various uh, capacities for the past several years now. So I've really been able to see it uh, evolve into something that's really, really different um, compared to the other quote-unquote meal planning apps. Um, Meal Garden is really an interactive platform that really puts the power back into practitioners' hands as it relates to helping their clients eat better. And that means going beyond just dictating recipes or meal plans or, you know, just kind of giving them printouts, but really instead um, creating truly unique, customizable, interactive programs um, so that so that practitioners can really focus on what they do best, which uh, from what I've gathered, uh, especially in this past year or so hosting the podcast for them, is really coaching and behavioral change and really working on a on a one-to-one client basis to really evoke sustainable um, and impactful change in in their li- in their lives and their their daily lifestyle. And so rather than, waste their time on meal planning or just kind of putting together recipes just for the sake of putting together recipes. Um, It really takes the guesswork out of it. And it really um, puts, as I said, empowers the practitioner as much as it does the client. And I think that's really where it stands out um, 
from other tools. And I don't even want to say, you know, other meal planning tools. It, it just, it really is a different thing on its own because it's making the whole experience um, very interactive and very flowy, which is what, uh, as you've sort of mentioned in my uh, introduction, really what I'm all about. Um, I, my own personal values are that, you know, we can, we can all choose to eat better and it's not a matter of, you know, a one size fits all or, you know, this, this single prescription for everyone, but rather, um, you know, making our own choices and owning our own choices. And I think that's super key for um, really sustainable long-term change. And uh, yeah, that's what I love about Meal Garden. Yeah. And I mean, it's so true that, you know, at the end of the day, sure, we could pass over a meal plan, we could pass over a recipe bundle. Um, But when we're just kind of giving information, and we're not maybe coaching on like how to implement this in your lifestyle, or why it's important, or that it's not like you kind of said an all or nothing approach. um, I think that's what's going to create real change with your nutrition clients versus like, here you go, the you know, perfect meal plan that's going to change your life. I I don't think that, you know, anybody sustainably could follow a meal plan, you know, for the rest of their life. It's so much more about their habits and consistency and showing up for themselves and and the emotional layers. So I love that you um, and Meal Garden has like really, you know, brought that aspect in to consider that it's not just like a one size fits all approach. Absolutely. And as I mentioned, it definitely has evolved because when we, um, when I first joined the team years ago, it, I think that we were quite focused on, you know, all of this different functionality and there was so much information that you could get from all the different recipes and the nutrition facts. And while that's all super great and that's still, you know, available if you need it, what we really began to realize is making things just so touch and go, so customizable. So, you know, let's, let's swap this ingredient for this because this client likes that. And, you know, let's not make it uh, be this time intensive thing. And that's really where we've begun to focus on. Um, And I think that that's really now why when I do interview um, clients of ours, they just can't say, enough good words because we just save them so much time because even nutritionists, uh, truth be told, don't really like creating meal plans and and creating all that, (laughs) doing all that work, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's this expectation that because we're nutritionists, it's like we love, well, I mean, and I will speak for myself here, but you know, I do love food, but that doesn't mean I'm a pro at coming up with meal combinations and different ideas. I know back in school when I'd have to do meal plans for my case studies, it would be a lot of the same things over and over. I'd be, you know, okay, for client A, I would say the exact same for client B. So I wasn't really able to take into consideration their needs and preferences because I was just like flat out of ideas mm-hmm. where I think, you know, using a meal planning app or platform, um, it just inspires you in a way that maybe is hard to get inspired, you know, after you've taken the time to sit down with the client, um, go through more of like their intake, you know, more of the, I guess, strategic planning for their health goals, you know, then the next layer is doing the meal planning. And sometimes we're a little bit burnt out. So to have Absolutely. it go quicker and easier, I think is never a bad thing. 
Totally. And you mentioned, um, you know, recipes and, and thinking of them. And it's so interesting because some of the practitioners that I talk to, their number one thing is, oh my goodness, thank goodness I can put my own recipes into Meal Garden. Um, I have so many and I am very specific about the kinds of ingredients that are in my recipes. I like to, you know, not only put in, for instance, um, we have one practitioner and um, I was just talking to her the other day and she has a lot of East Indian clients and she's, you know, putting a whole bunch of different tandoori kind of recipes in there and lentil this and, you know, curry that. And she's, she just absolutely adores it because because for her, it's it's key that she puts in her specific recipes. Like that's just mm-hmm. such a value point for her and, and her clients. Now, other practitioners I talk to, it's the exact opposite. And they're like, oh my goodness, thank God I don't need to make my own recipes because that like that's just not my forte. It's not what I want to be doing. I don't even really think that I'm that good at it. Um, and so the fact that Meal Garden has this huge wide range of recipes um, is, is why they're attracted to it. And, uh, the good thing is, is that as long as we have a mix of both of those sorts of, uh, (laughs) practitioners, it means that our database is always growing. And it also means that our database is always growing with recipes that are essentially vetted from nutritional professionals, right? From dietitians, from holistic nutritionists. And so it's, um, it's just not your, you know, bog standard Bob off the street popping in a recipe. It's someone that has this sort of expertise that is putting it in for the sake of, you know, you know, they've spent uh, time and effort creating this amazing recipe, wanting to share it with their clients. And the fact that then we can make it public for other practitioners, um, it really does create this marketplace of ever-evolving, ever-growing um, recipe database that, I mean, I personally just like selfishly love on as well. I mean, I don't, uh, <laughs> I just use it personally as well because there's always such such goodness being added. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's even a good point, you know, with the database kind of being vetted, which is really nice because, you know, um, sometimes I'll recommend to my um, clients who are nutritionists, you know, starting out with meal planning, like, sure, you could use if you're not in the place yet to maybe like financially invest in a meal planning platform, you could use something like Pinterest. But just like you said, that's not vetted there. There's a million recipes there. So it's still you taking the time and energy to go through and find those favorites, where um, I think the nice thing about a meal planning platform is, you know, those are kind of already there for you. Um, Now, I'm curious, in Meal Garden, are you able to like favorite you know, your favorite. So if you came across one that you were like, oh, I think this would be a great one for a majority of my clients, like a great meal or great recipe, could you favorite it? Or is there a way to make things easier for you um, kind of on the back end? Absolutely. So there's a few different ways to do it. My favorite way is to create recipe collections. Um, And so you mentioned about, you know, Pinterest and you bring up a great point, which is there's, there's definitely recipes are accessible, whatever way you want to go about it. You can Google, you can Pinterest, there are recipes, but the real value is in what you're saying, which is really curating them, creating this group that are vetted by you, vetted by others. And so the way that um, that works in Meal Garden is there are recipe collections. Um, So for instance, you know, um, liver, liver supportive um, is one of my uh, recipe collections. And um, 
And I can just exactly, as you say, heart it, uh, similar to the, everyone basically knows how to use Instagram now. So it's a, a very similar interface. Um, you can go ahead and heart it, put it into the right collection, and then you can either share that link to the collection with, with your clients. You can, um, put it right into their, um, kind of customer portal. Um, there's a few different ways to do it, but, um, it, it really is, it, it's, as you say, it keeps things organized um, because recipes can also be overwhelming. I mean, there's always so many. And so being able to sort them based on groups, um, you can also tag recipes. Um, it really, it takes the, um, the chaoticness, uh, so to speak, mm-hmm. out of managing your recipes and, and specifically managing them as it relates to clients. Because rather than you know, I speak with some practitioners and it's like, yeah, okay. I had the Pinterest boards going, I had the emails, you know, and then I had the PDF printouts and it was just getting, it was a full-time job organizing where everything was, you know, going through all the different email threads, blah, blah, blah. And, um, now what you can do is you can set up in meal garden, you can set up a customer profile and then it's as simple as, okay, yep. I'm going to add this collection to their board this week, or I'm going to add this meal plan to their board this week. Um, you can, I speak with some practitioners that build cumulative programs. Um, and the way that this is so much more efficient in meal garden is rather than each week emailing your clients like, okay, here's week one, you know, a, a meal plan. Um, you can actually just pop it into their, their app and, you know, week one will appear on their home board. Um, and then in week two, you can switch it to week two. Um, and it's not this, you know, um, email tag thread of like, Mm. uh, you know, uh, replying all the time and trying to figure out on all these different platforms, how to, how to stay organized. Yeah. So it's like a nice kind of like I think you called a customer portal where they can go in, see everything that's been recommended, keep it in one spot, not have to like flip through a million different pages to get their different emails. Now, can they actually go in their portal and um, self-select certain recipes or meal plans? Or is that as like a practitioner, you would set it and deliver it? Like what kind of capabilities do they have? Yeah. So that's a great question. That's another thing that really, um, helps to set meal garden apart. Um, and just like at the beginning, how I mentioned it not only empowers practitioners to be in their zone of genius, but it also empowers clients to be their own deciders of what they're eating. So absolutely they can go in and search for recipes themselves, whether it's, um, you know, through the designated, uh, collections that their practitioner has provided for them or the practitioner can basically give them the free range to uh, to go in there and explore themselves. Um, uh, again, it really depends on where you're at with the client. So maybe you've been working with a client for you know several weeks, several months, maybe even over a year, and they kind of they've gotten the swing of things. So you can kind of just give them some boundaries around. You know what, like. 
I'm going to going to give you some boundaries and you're going to create your meal plan this mm-hmm. this week or your recipe collection for the next 2 weeks um and then the client can go in there they can pick out you know maybe it's just a couple recipes that they're going to add to their week so that they can get their grocery list so that when when they're at the store they you know they know what ingredients they're buying it's super simple and maybe they're not at the place where they're planning breakfast lunch dinner recipes because realistically who does that um <laughs> but it's it's simply a matter of you know what i'm going to stick these these couple meals on my calendar um going to get the grocery list and then as the practitioner you can see you know what's happening what what's going on on their calendar um so that you can follow up with them so that you can you know either cheer them on or maybe give them a little nudge in the right direction as needed Mm, yeah, that's amazing. I think also it kind of just plays into the whole idea that I'm a fan of, and it sounds like you are too with the work that you do, is, you know, empowering people to um, be like health literate on their own, to not have mm-hmm. to, you know, the, the only accessibility to them feeling healthy is through us, the practitioner. I think it's about mm-hmm. teaching the clients to be self-sufficient. And that's kind of what it sounds like here, where it's, if you're giving them, you know, the framework for here's a program where you can, you know, pick some, you know, nutritionist approved meals and kind of find your likes and dislikes. And then you can even check in on them and see how they're doing with that process. You're not leaving them completely to their own devices. You're giving them some support, but you're also saying, Hey, you know what you like best. And I want to, I want to support you with that. So moving forward, you know, it's not about you having to reach out to me every time you need um, some help with your health. You know, you are literate in that yourself. Absolutely. It's so key. And I don't think I would be with the company if it wasn't like this, um, because it's just, it's so ingrained in my own values as a person and just personal belief uh, system. I think that it's so essential that we empower people to make their own choices and to really own their choices. So what I love about Meal Garden is, yes, you can give your client a meal plan if that's what they're absolutely asking for. They're like, you know what, Stephanie, tell me, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Like, please give it to me for the seven days. But at the end of the day, you can do that. And let's say they open it up and they're like, oh no, she planned this, you know, mushroom, this mushroom stroganoff. And I don't like mushrooms. So I'm going to remove that from my calendar. I'm going to delete that. And I'm going to go into the other dinners that she, um, you know, her other dinner recipe collection that um, is again, vetted by Stephanie. And you know what, this veggie lasagna looks super good. So I'm going to schedule that instead. And that is actually possible because you're not sending a client a PDF where it's just basically like it's this or it's nothing. Um, mm-hmm. and it's black or white, right? And and the thing with um, with the more kind of static resources, if we do provide those sorts of things with our clients, from my own experiences and and from uh, what I hear about when I uh, interview some of our our clients, uh, is that they'll see one thing and then, you know, that might not work for them. And then it's kind of like, you know, throw out the the baby with the bathwater mm. and they're just kind of like give up. Right. And it's like, oh, well, mm, you know, I don't like chia pudding, so this isn't going to work for me. So, you know, F this, mm-hmm. um, rather than, oh, I don't like chia pudding. Well, I'm just going to drag and drop all of the chia puddings right out of there and put in, you know, some quinoa pancakes or something else that I'm really actually going to look forward to. And they still feel like, oh, no, like I'm, I'm, I'm within these boundaries, right? Like obviously clients 
hire practitioners because they want some guidance. They want some boundaries, but boundaries are flexible. They're not walls. They're not rigid. They're not rules. Um, And rules, maybe they'll work for a certain period of time, but they're definitely not, um, you know, they're not invoking sustainable change. Whereas boundaries are really there, as you say, they're teaching um, the clients, the habits, the daily rituals that, um, that they can take on. And it's sort of like that, that saying, what is it? Um, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, but teach a man to fish and feed him <laughs> for a very long time. I, I know I probably messed up that quote, but no, we all know the it. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, again, just totally in agreement with this, you know, it's, it's not a, you know, we're not, at least my practice, the way that I worked with my clients, and I know a lot of my own nutrition nutrition clients um, work with their clients is, you know, it's not a, a one size fits all. It's not a magic pill. You know, that's not what we're trying to teach here. We're trying to teach that there's nuances, that there is some gray, right? It's not black and white. So how can we help them, you know, really master those habit changes for life and not just like for those, you know, few weeks that they're working with us. It's, you know, really about empowering them. Feel like it's taking forever to come up with your client meal plans? Are you spending hours scouring the internet for recipes? Let me introduce you to Meal Garden. Meal Garden is a meal planning software that allows you to easily find, personalize, and share professionally created recipe collections and meal plans with your clients. With over 2,500 recipes for you to choose from and more being added every day, you can easily find the recipes and plans that best suit your clients' needs, personalize your plans, and share them effortlessly with your clients through a secure app. Meal Garden is one of the go-to nutrition tools for hundreds of dedicated health practitioners just like you. Head on over to stephanielong.ca slash mealgarden and get your first 30 days with Meal Garden for free when you sign up. Again, stephanielong.ca slash mealgarden and get your first 30 days for free. Now, I have a question. Um, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but maybe we could go a bit deeper into, you know, why recipes themselves are not really like enough or super effective. And then also we can talk a little bit maybe about the importance of behavior change for client and how um, using an app like Meal Garden is like helping with that behavior change. Absolutely. Well, in terms of your first question, recipes just simply not being enough or at least always an effective way to go about things. Um, if we really think about a day in the life of, of anyone, do we all just eat recipes? <laughs> I mean, realistically, no. Like sometimes we, you know, have an apple that's not really a recipe or sometimes we'll just kind of have some a cup of oatmeal and and some berries, right? And maybe that's we wouldn't necessarily consider that a recipe. And Meal Garden has thankfully uh, clocked onto that and has really um, evolved the tools so that practitioners are not bound by just oh, okay, I'm meal planning for a client and therefore I have to put together these, you know, recipe meals. Um, But instead they can put in food groups, um, you know, specific simple ingredients as we call it in the tool, as well as what we're, what we're uh, currently in the works is being able to add things like supplements, um, lifestyle recommendations. And I think Mm -hmm. that circles into your next question, which is the importance of 
behavior change um, and really how Meal Garden has um, has is beginning to really fill that gap in a way that other um, other tools might not. And so I'll use an example. One practitioner I was speaking with the other day, um, she works with women who are um, uh, postmenopausal, uh, and I asked her, you know, what, what's the one thing that you wish you would have known when you were going through your own journey and, and healing back to health? And she really said, the, you know what, I wish I would have not just focused on the food, but also really f- like prioritize my stress levels and, and lowering them. And so now when she builds programs in Meal Garden, yes, you've got all of those, um, those beautiful, uh, hormonal kind of stabilizing foods and ingredients in there, but she's also popping in, you know, like this is time for your five minute morning meditation. Um, here's a little link to a video of a yoga class that I, that, you know, is key for you to do this week or, um, you know, it's, it's really helping to create a more holistic plan that goes well above food because yes, food is such an important element, but it's not the only one. And for the sake of keeping things simple and for the sake of keeping things all in one tool, all in one app so that the the client only has to go into their one portal. Um, and in, in that portal, they're not only getting recipes, but they're getting the foods that they're eating. Even if they're not in a, in a particular recipe form, they're also getting the lifestyle um, and habit change tools, videos, tips, so that, um, again, they can really have a holistically healing experience. Um, and uh, I know for myself and for so many people that I talk to, nutrition is often one that, uh, a nutritional healing is often one that we can all be like, yep, yeah, yeah, that, no, that makes sense. But it's when we combine it with these other modalities where the outcomes are just so profound. Hmm. Yeah, because it's so layered, right? It's not just exactly like you said, it's not just the food, it's the lifestyle, it's the habits, it's the emotions, it's, you know, all of those pieces. And if we're only addressing, you know, if we're, you know, most of the information we're giving is just food based, then we're kind of missing the mark and we're missing an opportunity to, to teach them more of those long term skills. You know, the other thing I want to touch on is I love how you brought up, you know, there's the ability to add in like, just like one off foods, like, um, well, I was just thinking, for example, I always think in my head, like, okay, walnuts for the brain, right? <laughs> like, it's just, mm-hmm. if I need some brain support, I'm going to grab a walnut. So it's like even teaching your clients, like certain, the power in certain, you know, singular foods that they can grab versus like, exactly like you said, having to make this whole meal. It's like, mm-hmm. what are some powerful food choices that they can just make and, you know, have accessible to them that feels easy to go and grab at the grocery store versus again, like a you know, 15 ingredient recipe that might take them 45 minutes to do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So just to wrap up, why don't you share some either like favorite client success stories or ways that practitioners are using Meal Garden just to give us an idea of like, you know, what, what does this look like in the the real world for practitioners that are using the, the platform? 
Absolutely. So I'll share a few, you know what, I'll share three different kind of personalities and uh, and specific practitioners, uh, just so I can shout them out as well, um, to give you an example, um, which will hopefully touch on all of the listeners and, and hopefully all the listeners listening right now can resonate with at least one of them. Um, so for instance, I recently spoke with Ken Newbell, who focuses on um, healing various kinds of fatigue with clients. And so he has a, um, what a lot of holistic nutritionists, um, health coaches could really probably relate to in the sense of, you know, builds these programs. Nutrition is a very key element. Of course, he he's has so many other um, key modalities that he weaves in there, but he was drawn to Meal Garden because, you know, let's optimize this meal planning, you know, recipe curation, these activities so that I can take that off my plate, no pun intended. Um, and uh, he is, oh my goodness, such an expert as it relates to all of the different kinds of fatigue that you didn't even know existed. <laughs> um, and uh, and so I, I very much uh, encourage everyone to check out Ken Newbill. Um, he was a very inspiring man. Um, we also have, if you're listening and you're like, yeah, like nutrition isn't necessarily my absolute Forte. Um, I'm more about, you know, exercise. Um, I'm a personal trainer, but I want to add that um, nutrition element into my program. We do have um, coaches that are very thankful to basically outsource their um, nutritional coaching <laughs> needs to Meal Garden. Um, you know, still be able to brand it as their own, still be able to be that expert in in their client eyes because obviously they know how to eat. Um, and they know how to eat, you know, as it relates to uh, complementing an athletic, um, you know, lifestyle. But they don't necessarily feel as comfortable as pitching themselves as, you know, the 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 nutritionist. It's like you're hiring me as a trainer, but you're asking me for some tips around eating. I want to present that in a way that feels professional, trustworthy, and in a way that I'm making sure that I'm choosing the right recipes and perhaps delegating that out to someone that is a dietitian or a holistic nutritionist, et cetera. So um, Monique Guffins is is a personal trainer actually in Toronto and and she uses the tool for that. We also have uh, months ago, I spoke with um, the author of Undieting, Lisa Kilgore, mm. and she is a very interesting um, uh, practitioner, and I absolutely love her because she is all about you know intuitive, mindful eating, really like what we were talking about, putting the choice and the power back in the hands of your clients. But at the same time, she absolutely loves Meal Garden because she says like, look, people ask me for recipes, like whether I like it or not, people want to know like, what are my favorite recipes? What are the meals that I'm making? And so she's actually built out a monthly program. Um, and meal garden is a key element in that where she is constantly updating new recipes in there. She was saying how, um, basically a task that would usually take her hours and hours every month and was like the bane of her existence now takes like five minutes and Mm -hmm. is one of, um, her key sources of, of revenue as it relates to clients. So, um, whether you're like, you know, you get super excited when you hear the words meal planning or whether you roll your eyes, um, meal garden, uh, could probably work for you in both cases. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thank you for sharing those case studies. I think it's just so nice to hear how other people are using it or, you know, um, different ways, like, you know, not everybody is so excited about the prospect of meal planning, um, but it doesn't mean that you don't have to include it in your practice, right? You, you'll get some clients who need a meal plan and and like thrive off of that and some maybe who just want a couple recipes once in a while. But I think it is well, fortunately, unfortunately, that expectation as a nutritionist that we are going to be supporting them with um, meals or recipes. So having that platform to kind of do the heavy lifting for you makes a ton of sense. And really, I'm sure the return on investment. So obviously, you're going to be paying to use a platform or an app um, to make the meal plans, but the amount of you know return and, and money you can make as a practitioner offering these services is so much more than what you're going to put out. Exactly. So well said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it's been really fun to learn more about Meal Garden. Um, I definitely think it's uh, quite cool. I don't know what other word to use, but really interesting, really cool that the client has that accessibility. I think that really sets it apart and allows for, again, just like we both kind of echoed earlier, the client to have that empowerment to go in and and to choose things that feel really good for them. So that just, to me, makes the platform stand out absolutely and uh, makes it really unique in in the field. So why don't you just share where people can find Meal Garden, kind of follow along, learn more about the program. Um, yeah, just let us in Perfect. on all that info. Absolutely. So you can go to home.mealgarden.com. If you'd like to go ahead and sign up, uh, I'll I'll give you a a juicy little bonus since uh, you've listened to the end of this podcast. Um, You can actually use my promo code if you are to to go onto the website, sign up as a practitioner. There'll be an option to insert a promo code. And my promo code actually gets you three months for the price of one. So 90 days of meal garden essentially for 30 bucks, which is very much a steal. And my promo code is with love from Kiki, all in caps. Perfect. I will also make sure to put that in the show notes. If anyone just wants a quick way to go grab that link and then get your three months for the price of one, that sounds awesome. So good. Um, Okay. Thank you so much, Kiki. This was great. I've really appreciated having you on learning more about Meal Garden and about you. And it it sounds like we've definitely got similar feelings about how to work with clients. So I love hearing that you're um, super supportive in everything you offer in your own business. Do you want to just let people know where they can find you at as well? Sure. Um, The best way to connect is through Instagram. Um, My Instagram is Kiki underscore Athanas. That's K-I-K-I underscore A-T-H-A-N-A-S. Or you can go to my website, theexperfectionist.com. Love it. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks so much, Kiki. Thank you. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.